Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman. Or wait, I guess we should say we are no longer... Braden Harrington and Davey Portman. We are now... Brevor and Derek. The Braden Davey Experience! War, war. Is that, they still do that, right? No, they're not oh, allowed. Oh, no war. Oh, no, no war. Experience, no. experience. Right, uh, welcome to Up Next, postwrestling.com. Um, it's been an interesting week in the world of NXT and wrestling and all this stuff. Yeah, I feel like we've been raided. We have. We've been we, raided. We, we, we have been war raided by the Viking experience. You know, I think what happened is uh, Vince saw a load of the Braden Davy Experience t-shirts yeah, right. at TakeOver and was like, Experience? I love that name. And then just, just put it on his NXT Tag Champs. And Fuck. you know what? You can still actually get those t-shirts, Braden. Where? Brevor. <laughs> What's my name? Brevor, Brevor, Ivor. What's their actual names? Eric? Eric and Ivor. Eric and Igor. They they kept fucking up hands. It's pronounced Igor. Uh, no, I don't know what the fuck their names are. Um, Ray Monroe and Hanson. It's also super confusing because we had Eric Rowan. That's why I'm so confused. And then they dropped Eric from Rowan. So I understand maybe they didn't want a Rowan and a Roe. Yeah. But then they called Roe. Eric, which was Rowan's first name. I'm confused. Anyway. I'm already confused. I'm out. I'm out. I don't understand. Um, Vince McMahon sees a bunch of Vikings, goes, we need that. It's characters right now. Vince McMahon probably watched TakeOver New York, mm. saw that banger of a match, and was like, wait, we just called up Aleister Black and Ricochet? Why didn't we call up these two big lads? So then he did. Yeah. And we've been raided. Uh, not the call-ups we thought we would see this week on WWE TV. No, I, I think... Um, I don't think Kyrie was a surprise, oh, but I, yeah. I think it was a surprise her not coming up with EO. Right. Well, we can get into that mm. uh, definitely because yeah. the, the end of this episode uh, of NXT was 
Heartbreaking. Mm. Um, so, welcome to Up Next. We usually talk about NXT wrestling. There's a lot of call-ups on the main roster, so mm-hmm. we should talk about that. But, uh, you know, normally we talk about, uh, I don't know, other shit. So, is there what's, what's going on? What's up? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm fully, like, we're, we're back in the zone now. We've, we've, we're back, back from zone. New York. Right. We've Escaped. been back a week now. Uh, How's your no drinking month going? It's going well. Okay, I haven't had a drink. Uh, I've had uh, I had a beer yesterday with table tennis. Just one. One beer. Wow. Um, which so yeah, pretty good. I've not had one. Uh, I haven't noticed anything different. I just notice I'm eating more food. Okay. I feel like I'm the guy You're who a- quits cigarettes and then eats more food. Well, I find out. Yeah, I replace with sugar. I'll suddenly start. Oh. Like I never drink sodas and then suddenly i'll be uh, like why am i drinking a vanilla coke sure um, okay have you tried any of the new coke flavors the diet like, coke flavors like no and now we got like vanilla coke orange oh yeah i tried that in new york i went on the hunt for i imagine it's like a creamsicle coke yeah flavor, it like... tastes like you're drinking creamsicle it's not that great uh it wasn't that great i wouldn't get it again i like cherry coke i like vanilla coke vanilla Coke's i can imagine shit. vanilla cherry coke tasting <sighs> good that's some fusion yeah that's an experience mm. <laughs> Um, you, uh, you went to the movies this week. Yeah, yeah, I did. I went to see the brand new, uh, adaptation of Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. And... I don't like calling it a remake because it's already a book, like... This is fair. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a re-adaptation. Right, that's fair. It's not, it's not taking the old movie and remaking it's it. It's taking, taking the book. It's taking the book. Same with It. Yeah. People were like, oh, it's a remake. It's like, well, actually, it's the book. Yeah, and it's exactly. Different than the movie, so... Um, I have not seen the new one. I uh, am obsessed with the old Pet Cemetery. Yeah. It's a great, shitty 80s horror movie. <laughs> it's terrible, but I, I own the Blu-ray. I love it. Um, I, did you enjoy this movie? It takes a lot for me not to enjoy something. Sure. Um, I I love the book. I haven't seen the, the original okay. uh, film. Don't um, now. <laughs> but I... I do love the book. You love Stephen King, though. You're a I love Stephen, Stephen King. King fan. I feel they they change a lot. Like the, the first half of the film is pretty much the same. Okay. Um, I I'm gonna give a a spoiler right now. I mean, you know this already. Yeah, but it's in the trailer. Skip ahead like thirty seconds if yeah. you don't want to hear. Uh, one of the big changes is they they kill the girl instead of instead of the boy. Yeah, which is which weird. I know everyone was kind of I'm shook like up in arms about when it was revealed in the trailer. But actually, I, I kind of get it because it's easy to write on paper like a three-year-old boy with a scalpel murdering people. To show it? To actually film that. It's, hey, in the original, and, it's scary when the kid kills the, the kid's, guy's ankle like The kid shit. they have is is young okay, for Gage. Okay. So it's like, really, you can't... It's going to be easier having like an older girl play it. Have and it s- doesn't really change... like. The story. The emotion sure. of like it's, it's terrifying. It's still a a dad has lost his child, um, but then they they change a lot of like the second half, mm. and I don't think it's for the better. I okay. think there's a lot of stuff they do to to just make it scary, scary throughout. Whereas yeah. what I love about the book is it's it's kind of creepy, and then the last like thirty pages are terrifying. What's uh, your favorite Stephen King book? Um, I do like Pet Cemetery. I like uh, I like a book called Insomnia. Okay, it's not as well known. Sure, um, it's about a guy who's lost his wife and can't sleep. Can't sleep, and he starts seeing these Ooh. these little bald men, 
uh, everywhere Thanks. and sees like uh, colours above people's heads. And there's this one little bald man who seems a bit sinister oh. and will start cutting like the coloured threads from people's heads and then they'll die the next like day. Like characters. So he's kind of... <laughs> Uh, it's it's a bit wacky, but I really like that book. Have you seen the the it? Because the new it too, filmed in Toronto, is coming out. And I I fall. saw yeah, I saw part one. Did you, did you like that I one very much? Yeah, I think that's one of the best horror movies ever. Is in our um, generation that first it that just came out like a few years ago. But I still want to see Us. I know you haven't seen Us. Yeah, I really want um, to see it. I'm just going to go yesterday, and then I know a couple of people who are like, oh, I want to see that. So right. I held off. I was mad because uh, <clears throat> we it came out just before WrestleMania weekend, and then I got there, and I was kind of maybe hoping to see it when we were in New York. But yeah. all the people I asked were like, yeah, I saw it. So I was like, oh, I don't like, you know, and I don't want to do that. But I really need to see it because Get Out was another Get classic. Out was great. Yeah. And I've uh, just started watching... Uh, Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone. Oh, I need to watch it. I've seen the first three episodes. Reading stuff online, it hasn't been received too well. I've really enjoyed it so far. Did they read... Don't spoil, because I I do want to check it out. I'm a big fan of the Twilight Zone. Um, Are they remaking the one... The plane... The the goblin on the plane? William Shatner, John Lithgow? Uh, They've done it twice now. No goblin, but... Something's on the the wing. The second episode is with Adam Scott. And okay. he's listening to a podcast on a plane, on a plane oh. about a plane that goes missing. And oh. he realizes that the podcast is about the plane he's on. Oh. And it's talking about okay, all so the I want characters to on yeah. the plane. You've already sold me. Um, yeah. I, the first one is a uh, with uh, the guy from Silicon Valley and the Big Sick, the the Indian comedian. Oh, right, yeah. Um, Batista. Kamal. Uh, he was at Kamal. WrestleMania. Oh yeah, row, which yeah he's that's in the right. new movie with Batista. That's right. Which I kind of want to see, which is weird. Um, <laughs> and Tracy Morgan. Oh, and interesting. It's, it's he's a a stand up comedian who, uh, basically everyone he uses in his material disappears. Ooh. And then the one I just saw was called Replay, which is a a black woman who's got a an old camcorder who realizes she can rewind time. And basically, there's this cop that uh, racist cop who uh, has it out for a son. Sure. And whatever they do, every tactic they try, it still ends up with him like arresting or killing Damn. the son. Okay, um, sounds interesting. Yeah, the concepts have been really good. Well, because because Black Mirror came back on Netflix with like whatever new episode. Mm. I never knew about it until it kind of became a thing on yeah. Netflix, and like that blew up. Everyone loves those things, and then. Ever since that, they were like, why aren't we doing a Twilight Zone kind of thing? It's, it is Twilight Zone, essentially. Yeah. So, I'm pretty interested. Well, that's that's why I, I went and watched uh, Twilight Zone. The old ones are cool. Does it use the same music? Yes. <laughs> I love and the, the music. And the same kind of door yeah, uh, yeah. in space. No, I love all that shit. Uh, but it's great when I'm like, ah, I don't know what to watch. I'm I'm kind of too tired to commit to a full movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really want to continue like a big drama sure. And it's like one hour episode, like standalone. They're they're good. They're they're fun to digest. Uh, they put out a trailer. I mean, we're talking about weird horror. They put out a remake trailer, not a readaptation, but a remake of Chucky, with Mark Hamill playing the voice okay. of Chucky. But the trailer just came out literally before we were recording. And Chucky now is a smart home. The doll is attached to the smart home in your house. What like a Alexa? That yeah, of, like right. it controls every all your electronics and okay. everything. Which is that's a that's a that's a readaptation. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it, but I mean... <laughs> I mean, if you're going to remake something... It, I say the same with covers. 
yeah. like of, of songs. songs. It's if you're going to cover a song, don't do it. Change the same it. Way. Take like a heavy rock song and make it acoustic, yeah. or take a love ballad and make it heavy rock, or whatever. Do do something, sure, sure. or even just a guy singing a girl's song, or vice versa. It it adds something different to it, and maybe makes you listen to the lyrics differently or whatever sure. so i'm cool with covers and i'm cool with remakes but you gotta it's gotta be good at the end of the day are you entertained is it a good movie are you entertained and is it different enough to warrant it being remade what, a, what about the trailer that most people are talking about star wars star wars yes is it senator or emperor palpatine I feel it's kind of is been... It a swerve? I feel that that's kind of been confirmed. It is him, because he showed up he on He showed stage. up in the panel. Um, um, so he survives from Return of the Jedi. He doesn't die, is what everyone is saying now. That Emperor Palpatine... This is real nerdy talk for mm. anyone listening who doesn't like Star Wars. Um, Emperor Palpatine, he's alive. Yeah. Somehow, some way, which is ridiculous, but also... Well, we know out. We know Darth Maul... <clears throat> Survive exactly, being yeah. Chopped in half and thrown down the ridiculous pit as well, right? Um, um, I'm I I don't know how I, I I feel about this movie because it's going to be the last one of this of the saga, Skywalker, which is probably a good look. Like move yeah. on, move on. You you own all the other stuff. You can recreate new. I mean, recreate. You can create new stories. So kind of let this one mm. venture off, maybe. So I'm I'm still obviously gonna gotta see this. Yeah, you gotta. I see. I think I've seen. At, you know, since the prequels and the new ones, I've seen all in theaters, so I gotta see this one. Yeah, me, so. uh, yeah, I've seen everyone, including the like uh, the sort of side stories, like your Rogue Ones and so. Sure. Those. I mean, when I was a kid, I was super into Star Wars. Growing up, I just kind of watched the movies. I don't watch mm. any of the cartoons or read the books anymore. But um, it leads me to a, a, an interesting question, mm. David. May the fourth. It's yes. coming up in like two weeks. It is. It's a big holiday for Star Wars nerds. Should we review a Star Wars movie? I think that's a very good idea. Excellent. So we'll start from the, the start, right? The start being what? The start being A New Hope. You think A New Hope? Isn't The New Hope the first one? It's the first one made, but is it the first one in the story? Ugh. Ugh. Like... Is doing this... Emperor, doing, uh, what's the, what's the other one? Phantom Menace. Phantom. The Phantom Menace would be more entertaining to review, because it's more shit, and yeah. there's more Jar Jar Binks. I'm less familiar with it as well, to be honest. What? Em uh, Phantom Menace. Why do I keep calling it Emperor? Phantom Menace. You don't, you've never seen it? No, I've seen it, of course. But I just, seen I've seen A New Hope a bunch. Okay, um, so what makes, what's the shotgun rule? Have you ever done that? Where you watch it in a certain order? Yes, there's there's one where you actually miss out an entire film. Yeah, the Attack of the Clones. I would skip. They, um, I, I I think if we ever reviewed Attack of the Clones, that would be the best review because that is the worst fucking Star Wars movie. Second to no, it's the worst. The next worst is the Last Jedi. <laughs> I would say maybe. I I think I'm in the minority where I really enjoyed that film. They added Last Jedi to Netflix, and I watched it the other day. I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot because I've only seen it once in theaters. Yeah. And I watched it the other day, and then I woke up the next morning. I was like, well, I think I got about 20 minutes into it before I passed out. Well, I told you about when I went to see it. Oh, um, yeah, fire alarm. The fire alarm went off 20 minutes before Saved you. So it's Kylo Ren going, fire everything at that man. <laughs> and then the dust clears and Luke brushes his shoulder off. And then the alarm goes off. And up. then the alarm goes off and the film cut out. So I was like, fuck. So I went to see it. They again. probably improved the film that way. <laughs> Wait, that's, that, was after the, that was after the, the titty milk. <laughs> that's like the first 20 minutes that's probably when I passed that I was like I'm done I'm checking out. Um, so if we do 
Star Wars, are we committing to all of these before... Oh, Jesus Christ. Before... Uh, when's the next... The when's, final, when's it's the, December. Oh, that's a, that's a while. It's a while. That's um, six movies? Seven movies? Eight movies? Yeah, I'd, that's kind, a lot of, of I'd kind of like to include Rogue One in that. Uh, Rogue One wasn't bad. I really liked Rogue One. Rogue One wasn't a bad movie, but uh, I just... It's like, you knew what was going to happen. Yeah. So it's like, okay, like... It's like when it's like when you're about to watch WrestleMania, right? And you're you're like, hey, don't spoil it. I really want to see uh, the main event of WrestleMania. I'm behind. Don't yeah. don't tell me what it is. And then they're right when you start the match, someone's like, oh, Becky wins, and you're like, oh, okay, the match is still going to be good. Yeah. But you're like, uh, yeah, I know it's going to. I happen. just thought as a standalone film, it, it felt quite different to the other Star Wars films. Um, it's like a war movie. It was a war movie. I really enjoyed it. And well, we don't need a re- we don't need a, maybe we'll get there. Yeah. But where would well, we start? Let us know. Will, would you be interested in us... The BDE reviewing a Star Wars movie. And if we are going to do it, do we start 4, 5, 6, 1, 2, 3? Or yeah. do we go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6? Yeah, let me know. Because I want to know, is do people want to hear us review A New Hope, which is the better Star Wars, mm. or A Phantom Menace? Which, actually, Phantom Menace, it, I don't mind that movie. I the final battle is awesome. Yeah, it's lit. Uh, there's just a lot of guff in there as well. Attack of the Clones, I'll tell you right now, will be our best one, because it's the shittiest one. Um, and it's so long. So, uh, yeah, let us know, uh, dear listeners. You want to hear us do a Star Wars review? Tell us which one we should do, and we'll pick the, the one we think is fitting. It's probably going to be Phantom Menace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, while we're on the topic of just nerdy things, yes. and things coming to an end... Nerd us. Um... You don't watch Game of Thrones. No, I do not. Uh, I watch Game of Thrones. Yes, I hear it's, it. I think the world is Game of Thrones crazy right now. There's Game of Thrones Oreos. Uh, our friend Chuck had Game of Thrones trainers. David, I logged into a dating app right. yesterday. And a pop-up in the app asked me if I watched Game of Thrones. I clicked no, because I was like, this is weird. So it's a pop-up. I clicked no. And I started doing the swipe left, swipe right. It's a dating app. It was popping up underneath everyone's photo. Watches Game of Thrones, does not watch Game of Thrones. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, it's you know, this, over the world. This whole like, um, I don't watch Game of Thrones is the new I'm vegan. It's like, oh, it's people have this sort of. I just don't watch it. Arrogance I about. I just, I just don't like it. I don't watch a lot of TV, really. Um, like... But uh, my friend Mike Hogan, who has been on the show briefly before, we've, yes. we've talked about him a the bunch. Brit. He's lived in the BDE. Um, <laughs> Him and I are going to do a recap, uh, going over theories, predictions, all that yes. for the final episode, and then we will also be doing a review of the, of final. the final episode. When's the final episode? Uh, it's in about five weeks' time. So look so, out on the Up Next feed for David and our friend Mike Hogan. They're going to do a Game of Thrones. We'll do one like we do episodes. like we do before Takeover. We'll do like a, a preview episode and then a so. Uh, so I have, I'll have no idea whatever you're talking about. But if anyone who likes Game of Thrones, and I'm sure a lot of people listening to this right now do, or even if you don't, um, the weirdest things I get messages from, David, are people will message us and say they don't know who we are, mm. they don't watch wrestling, but for some reason they still listen to us talk about it. I find that very interesting. Mm. If you're one of these people, 
Just go listen to you and your friend talk about Game of Thrones. Well, my family, like, I rarely Skype home. <laughs> so and then, like, I just listen to the first 20 minutes of your show, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's what's going on Ooh, no, see, you messed up. I, don't, I tell my mom, you're not allowed to <laughs> find the podcast. You can't figure that out. But I'm sure someone in, who shouldn't be listening is listening, so it's great. That's I've learned early on in my podcasting years. Be careful what you say <laughs> into the microphone. Um, okay, so Game of Thrones podcast in about five weeks' time. Yeah. On the Up Next feed, look out for that. Uh, follow David at Davy Portman if you want to give him feedback or whatever for any Game of Thrones related things. Uh, let us know again at Davy Portman at the Bray D uh, Phantom Menace or New Hope, and we'll get that for May the Fourth. Uh, another BDE movie review. Um, what else is there? Any other house cleaning before we get into this week's NXT? But we should just talk about. Um, the, the, the maybe the, the, the departures and yeah stuff uh, pour pour a little out for the ones we've lost yeah. this week here on up next yeah the Viking experience what the fuck I mean that that's an interesting one because we. I mean, we'll talk more about it because they are on the show this week. Which is stupid. But, like, we don't know where that's going on NXT TV. No. Are they going to be du- doing double duty Hope for a not. while? Um, and, yeah, my girl Kyrie. Okay, so, uh, later. so, so, so Kyrie's in. What about the, was there any other call-ups on Monday Night Raw that, other than the War Raiders? Well, all the, all the others have been called up for a while. Yeah. And they've been, they've been free agents, essentially. So, uh, like, Lacey Evans, EC3, uh, well, Heavy Machinery, all of them were called up in, like, January and have been floating around. Um, but now they've been assigned brands. So, but they've been out of NXT for a while now. Lars Sullivan. Lars Sullivan. He's on SmackDown now? He's on SmackDown. Uh, there was a picture from when uh, Lars Sullivan attacked Kurt Angle mm. uh, at the Monday Night Raw we were at in Barclays. Yeah. And someone on Twitter posted a picture of Lars and Kurt Angle staring down each other. And the caption was, Lars Sullivan and Kurt Angle. The caption was, one of these men has been in a five-star match. <laughs> and I'll, I'll tell you right now, it's not Kurt no, Angle. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that weird that Kurt Angle's never been in a... I mean, hey, uh, say what you want about... Star ratings almost knocked your computer over. Say what you want about star ratings, but like, that's interesting. Yeah, Kurt Angle's never been in one of those matches, so I find that great. Um, we got a lot of people uh, replying to us about um, Gargano versus Cole and Chill. Yeah. <laughs> when are we gonna release the shirt that has your almost scrapped out and Cole put into it? Oh, so it's Gargano oh, oh, oh. versus Cole and Chill, baby. Uh, I, I make the challenge to you, dear listeners, uh, next time you want to Gargano versus Almas and Chill, try Gargano versus Cole and Chill. Uh, the match is a little longer, if you're up to the challenge. Yeah, they're both <laughs> about 40 minutes, I think. They both seem like a movie when yeah, you watch them. they're uh, epic. Um, is, okay, so going back to the Dave Meltzer star ratings, I downloaded Grapple. Okay. So, uh, fall, I don't know how it works, I just started rating. Yeah. I rated Gargano versus Almas five stars. Okay. For you. I agree. It's a good match. Um, he rated Gargano and Cole 5.5 5 mm. stars out of 5. Highest rated Highest WWE rated. match ever. Better than Sean and Taker. Better than Brett and Austin. Do you agree with that? Do people agree with that thing? 
5.5. I'll tell you right now, we were there for that match. One of the best matches I've ever fucking seen. I'll give it that. Mm. But I have a problem with saying that match is better than other WWE matches I've seen. Yeah. I think it's it's difficult because he in recent years it's he, it's opened up a bit. Yeah. Um yeah. So and it's realistically I don't think you can you can judge properly for a couple of years. Like sure. I think in hindsight he'd probably he'd probably think yeah uh Sean take a Sean. He openly says he openly says he doesn't regret that match five stars, but I'm like dude that's a five star match. That's a six star. Like that's Maybe one of the best matches, and it wasn't rated five stars. Yeah, I mean, my opinion. Again, take whatever you want of these ratings. I'm just, I'm being a little shit disturber and trying to mm. move the wheel. I, I just think, I could think of so many WWE matches throughout the years. Like you could go back to people love Macho Man and Steamboat from yeah. three, and like, dude, this and you is... and you got to look at it. It's place in time as well. Yes, like, uh, it's like watching a movie from thirty years ago. It's right. like. Like if we if we are gonna do Star a Wars. new hope, it's some of that looks awful mm-hmm. and hasn't aged well at all. But you've got to put it, yeah. Well, this was made in what nineteen seventy five. You're right. Whenever it was. So I'm just I'm just wondering what's what's a match that's better than Gargano versus Cole? Because I'll be a little dick and say nothing because it's the <laughs> highest rated WWE match ever. That's right. Uh, so Gargano versus Cole and Chill. That's the new standard. Um, but talking show. about departures, it seems like. NXT might be getting back uh, Dane and Wolf, maybe? Yeah, so Sanity is broken up. Mm. I mean, were they even together? If Sanity breaks up in the forest and no one hears it, did they really yeah, break up? I think up? they had five matches on TV in a year. <laughs> Jesus. Something crazy like Eric that. Young's on Raw by himself? Yeah. Man, Eric Young has had... I've followed him since, like, Team Canada. I've wa- I watched TNA mm. quite often. And he's a guy who's given, like, the weirdest shit, and he still runs with it. Yeah. So, I know he's a little older now. Uh, maybe, you know, he's not in that role that he he, he kind of should be in. But he'll probably take the ball and run with it. Um, EC3 is a guy who's just chilling. Um, a lot oh, of, he's just a... Uh, a job. A joke. Yeah. He? He's I, a punching bag. I, I don't... I don't want to sound like a dick, but like I don't, I don't need to see him. <laughs> and people are like, "Oh wow, like poor guy." It's like, ah, uh, sorry. Is he in five point five star rated matches? No, he's in a five star match though. <laughs> oh yeah, he is. <laughs> Technically, he is. Wow. Technically, EC three is in a five star match. That's crazy. Um, I just, not- I just feel someone like him. His his talents are his. Mike skills and stuff. Yeah. And therefore, I think he's wasted being being a jobber who's just a, a punk. Like, I'm not saying he's got to be in stellar matches, but there's there's better uses for him than just being yeah. slammed through a stake. I'm not a huge fan of him. I'm not a huge fan of him. I watched him in TNA. He's had his moments, but he's just, he's just not... A, it doesn't click for me. Sure. But that's just me. But, um... I'm trying to think of who else was like brought up. We had like Ricochet and Alistair Black. They're gone, mm. and we thought they were gone. And then they take away the War Raiders. So like NXT tag team division is just fucked. Well, I think I think that's where it could be good for Dane and Wolf if they if they are back in NXT as a tag team. Sure, because uh, they do need tag teams uh, in NXT. It's just um, weird because like imagine the next takeover, which is I believe Money in the Bank, um, the next one. Uh, yes. So, look at the card we just had, mm. which, considering a lot of people are calling the best takeover ever. Yeah. Look, on paper, that card is crazy. The actual card itself, even crazier. 
the next look at that you had the War Raiders or the Viking Experience versus Ricochet and Alistair Black, and the match itself, people are like, hey, that could have been match mm. of the night, match of the year, considering you know it was really good. And then the next takeover is. Dane and Wolf, and I don't even know their names, versus the Forgotten Sons, and it's like, or the Street Profits, like that is night and day. Well, like, I, I would, ass- I would tough. assume we're gonna have star power is still a thing yeah. in NXT, and that is not it. Like, look at when they brought up Bianca Belair for not this past takeover, but the one prior, where mm. it was her one-on-one with Shayna. The crowd is like, yeah, cool, this women's match, it's got Bianca Belair. No one knew who she was because people don't watch the week to week show that we you, talk about. You do need to have there. There are going to be those lulls, though. of course. I, I I always go back to the revival. You think when I think it was in Wembley, it was the revival against uh, Enzo and Cass. Okay, and Enzo and Cass were your stars, right? And everyone was like, "Why are the revival champions? Right. Who are these guys?" Sure. Fast forward a couple of months, they've been killing it with right. American Alpha. They kill it with DIY. They kill and it, it with saving Bret Hart's ass. And <laughs> and everyone is like, oh, the revi- they're, they're these stars. They consider them stars. And it's you've just got to be given the stage to, yeah. to sell I guess yourself. So. I guess so. Um, speaking, can we get revival jackets? Can we get, I mean, Hart Foundation jackets? Sure. That, that say BDE, but in like the Hart Foundation. And uh, obviously, I'll be Bret. <laughs> no, I'll be the anvil. Okay. Girl, someone told me to trim my beard yesterday, and it really made me mad. It was a girl. She's like, "Wow, you, you look like a devil. You should trim it." I was like, "I'm gonna grow it more just because someone told me that." Um, we should get matching Heart Foundation jackets. You be Brett, or wait, would you be? You be ooh? Who would be Dash and who would be Dawson? Because I'm a baldy, but I feel like I have the build of Dash. I don't know. Who do you think? Scott Dawson or Dash? I think I'd be Scott Dawson just because I'm bald. And yeah, I think so. Facial hair. I think so too. And I have a bit of a stupid mouth on me that would get me in <laughs> trouble. <laughs> but then who would do the code breaker? There's no way. I would lift the guy. And You'd you lift would, the guy. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. yeah, all right, cool. Um, yeah, I feel like the Revival, they lost titles at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. What's the deal with them? Are they gonna? Are they done with WWE? I doubt it. Because I think so they're, the they're killing it right now. Yeah. And the guy, you know... Uh, a dash with the, the the fan videos of him beating that guy up yeah. from the Bret Hart thing. God bless that man. Holy <laughs> shit. Even my mom was like, hey, I watched the news and I saw this guy beat up some fan. I was like... Well, that's everyone has asked me. Yeah. They're like, oh, how was WrestleMania? Hey, were you there when the <laughs> Bret Hart thing happened? I was like, oh no, I was in MSG at the time. I was like, mom, take a look at this guy. But it's shot. like, it's, it was big news over here. Um, So, was there any other call-ups in SmackDown? I think that was it. Yeah. I guess that's it for the call-ups. Uh, so pour a little out for the ones... And uh, we actually... Uh, we are saying goodbye to a former NXT tag team champion, IC champion, SmackDown tag team champion in Luke Harper. Oh, right. Yeah. He was IC champion? Yeah. Yeah, he had a feud against Ziggler for a while. Oh, they geez. had that ladder match at TLC. Right. Okay, well, so we watched a little bit of the Worlds Collide. Mm. Or as I call it, the War of the Worlds. Yeah. Right? Um, and he fought Dominic Dijakovic. Yeah. In a, in a bit it, of a banger. Yeah, it was. I'd say it was the most hyped match Definitely. for those access tapings. And watching the watching the match, it had a good crowd for it, and people were really into it. Uh, I'd be interested to see the rest of the show to see if it was the same kind of reception for other matches. But right. 
I skimmed I through. have the most hype. I did skim through some of the other ones before mm. this one, um, and it it didn't. Right. Definitely, this was the one that. Also, Dijak is tall, and he does a fucking like. He does Fosbury a very flop Fosbury or whatever. Flop. Like, what yeah. the hell, man? Does a moonsault. So Harper clearly was like in his like I don't give a fuck mode and does a fucking Michinoku driver off the apron to the floor just just at an access show. Like what? Yeah. That move is crazy. Well, he said like this is my WrestleMania. Yeah. So. In that in that tweet he put right, out. Right. Yeah. Uh, so he's gone. But he's, he's gone. He's re- uh, requested his release. I think a lot of people are. Um, Assuming he's eight. Are going, uh, oh, another talent wasted. It's difficult. The the roster's so bloated. Um, he is a talented guy. He's someone I've, out of the all three of the Wyatts, he was the one I yeah, liked the most. Definitely. I just, I, I've said this many times to you. I, I think he, both him and Rowan, really, they didn't ever get away from that Wyatt gimmick. Yeah. And he needed to completely change up his look. Um and get away he was still in the in the tank top the jeans yeah the long beard their long hair just some guy hick guy like yeah and i think swampy. once the wyatts had finished he really needed to get away from that and i know that's how he used to dress on the indies yeah but to the regular wwe fan they don't care about the indies right. and they just see him as oh it's it's the guy from the wyatts but not with the wyatts anymore and I, I think... And dressing in jeans and a wife beater, like, doesn't get you very far. Look at Dean Ambrose. <laughs> yeah. But, I, I mean, if if he, like, lost the tank top, trimmed down the beard a bit, changed the hair, did something... Don't some... you dare talk about trimming beards. No, but you know what I mean. Do something different. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, you just look, oh, it's it's one of the Wyatts. Right. And he'll he'll always be a Wyatt in WWE. Uh, well, I'm interested to see if he is the one of the guys that goes to AEW. Yeah. Maybe he's a guy that I, they, they he'll, take. Whether it's AEW or ROH or... Like, ROH could do with a guy. ROH like could him. do with a lot of okay. things right now. Yeah. I feel like Ring of Honor is, is doing a lot of micromanaging right now. They're like, hmm, how can we get a lot of eyes on us right now? Yeah. Let's get Enzo and Cass, which a lot of people are very critical of. Mm. Dude, the video of them... Like six million views on YouTube. Yeah, that's crazy. If you think, "Wow, that's a terrible move for them," they never had six million views on them. Before. I think short term, it's short term. It's, it's micromanaging, but I don't um, know where they're gonna go. Maybe someone like um, uh, Harper would help them. But I'm, I've read that you know he's maybe in ties with AEW. Yeah. I, th- I think he's gonna be fine. Uh, it's just sad because like yeah, he this match we watched with Dijak, oh, it was good. Match, yeah, he's good, man. I've seen him in the indies, and I've seen him on, on house shows. He was always the guy that like works hard at the house shows. Well, I always like... I, this is why I like uh, Dijakovic as well. I like the big guys who are hard-hitting but agile and can wrestle. And Dijak he, is a like, freak he can, of nature. He can switch his style up yeah. quite a bit. Um, that guy is someone who will probably get called up pretty sooner than later because he's just... Vince McMahon would just... He's got a lot going for him. Yeah, would love that. Okay, well, let's talk about this week's episode... Of NXT, and we can get into all sorts of other departures and mm. arrivals and such. Um, I want to play that Slipknot song. Right. But I don't. So instead, have you heard... Listen. Have you heard this song? You work at a bar. Okay. We're going to take a little break from wrestling for two seconds. It's taking the music industry by storm. I'm going to hate it, aren't I? It <laughs> is a rap song. That was number one on the country music charts. Okay. But the the billboard said, no, it's not country. It's it's rap. Right. We're d- negating your number one. Okay. You can't. So what did this guy do? 
He said, you're not letting me be country? Well, how do I get my song to be country? I know. I'll do a remix with Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> Have you not heard this song? I don't oh, so. you, it's already your ringtone. You love it already. Okay. Um, someone somewhere knows what I'm talking about. It is now the number one and number two song in the world. You will not avoid it. It has beaten Drake's most streamed for God's Plan. Good. It has beaten that. Terrible song. Oh, you, you're going to love God's Plan after listening to this song. It's called Old Country Road by Lil Nas X. Featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. Can't wait. Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse through the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I'm gonna take my horse through the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I got the horses in the back. Horse stock is attached. Head is mad at black. Got the boots black to match. Riding on a horse. Probably heard it, but you've not. You've just blocked it out of your head. I've listened to it five million times a day. I know all the words already. I've probably heard it then because I hear most of the shit you play. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus walking around the house. Billy Ray Cyrus is the goat. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. That's all I gotta say about that. So enjoy this song. Okay. Go listen to it. Thank it's you. great. Hey, it's either this or Slipknot. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> the Slipknot song, so catchy. Um, this week's episode of NXT, we saw last week around WrestleMania, Velveteen Dream defeated Matt Riddle, broke his streak of, he, he's, he's now a loser, Matt yeah. Riddle, um, and Velveteen Dream is the, the champion. Backstage at WrestleMania, he was doing a selfie video promo as Buddy Murphy is walking past Gorilla after losing the Cruiserweight title to Tony Nese at Mania, and he basically makes fun of Buddy Murphy, and Buddy Murphy, like rebuttals and this setup this match that starts off WWE NXT now we are just talking about all like we got raided and we lost all these guys this is exactly what you do in this scenario you bring in someone who you know is just going to deliver mm. right now buddy murphy believe me he, if i'm wrong he's smack he's down dude's going to fucking go crazy uh what's the ga- the name they keep saying the best kept Secret? The best kept secret. Whew. I think it's true. Yeah, are, they, um, are they right or not? Because this match is crazy. Velveteen Dream, I'll keep saying it, future WWE champion. There's a reason he wasn't called up. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. we can't ruin this guy. Yeah. We need to keep him here right now. I'm just worried. Did you ever watch when, when Patrick Clark, Velveteen Dream, mm-hmm. he showed up on NXT? Do you know what his name was? The Patrick Clark Experience. <laughs> There's too many experiences I know. in WWE. <laughs> Coming from the Braden Davey Experience. And you can get all our merch on com forward slash up next. I need someone to design me a Velveteen Dream knockoff shirt, but it's for me. Okay. But I don't know what it would be. Or a Johnny... Johnny Takeover, but it would be Brady something. Like Brady Champion, but it can't be Champion. So what would it be? Be Brady. I don't know. I'm trying to think of it. Regardless, someone designed we'll something. We'll yeah, think. someone think of it for me. Um, so Velveteen Dream is gonna put his North American title on the line against Buddy Murphy. The best kept secret is here in NXT. I would say he's a full sale legend. Um, the commentators here told us a little bit of information. If you go back in NXT, he won the NXT tag titles with. Wesley Blake, mm-hmm. in Full Sail, yeah. on an episode of NXT, 
and then went on to the first ever takeover in Brooklyn. Which we talked about very recently. Yes. And was like and, and defended the titles there. So literally this guy has been in NXT. Yeah. This is like a homecoming for him. Yeah. And the crowd was 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 pretty they were into it. I thought. And and also they were way hotter for him now than they would have been a like, year ago. I think they both tried a l- tiny singles run with the two of them. Yes, they did. After they broke the tag team and there was no interest in them. See, for then. me, I don't watch 205 Live very mm. often. I don't know what the character is of Buddy Murphy. But if you say he's the best kept secret and then he has a match like this, yeah. well then I think I found the character. His character is he's lit and no one knows. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly think he's one of the best in WWE. He has like, to be. Full he, has, stop. he has to uh, be. He's, he's incredible. And you saw that from this match. Um, he, like, first of all, every uh, male wrestling fan should hate him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For reasons you may or may not know. You should hate him, but God bless Buddy Murphy. Mm. I love him. And this is why. This match is crazy. Buddy Murphy, you're a ledge. You're a ledge. Uh, Morrow says that Velveteen Dream has more flash than Adobe. That's when I turned my TV off. <laughs> Shut it right off. <laughs> uh, basically, this match starts off, it's uh, a battle of strength in the beginning. Both the guys have similar body types. They're not the biggest guy, but they're also like in very peak physical condition. For like their, I wouldn't say they're small guys. I'd say Buddy's a bit bulkier. Buddy's um, bit, like buff. Like Velveteen's very, he's ripped. Though. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'd say there's a bit more bulk on So body. they try to like do a match of strength, which it's like very even. So then they start to do a match of speed, which you would imagine Buddy Murphy is kind of in the lead there. But mm. Velveteen Dream shows off his speed and, and flash as well. So it's really great. Uh, the Full sale crowd goes, Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. And then the crowd goes, USA. Uh, clearly, Americans and Aussies don't like each other. Uh, Buddy goes for like a, a top rope move here. And Dream goes up. And, and interrupts and goes on his knees and like does his thing. Sorry, not on the top, but in the ring. Yeah, buddy. Buddy goes for his tope to the he? outside, and and Dream slides in just before he hits it and does his sort of gold dust like crouching yeah, like, down. He's so he's on his knees and on, and posing the Velveteen Dream pose, and Buddy Murphy just knees him, V triggers him right in the mush. I think his knee like he hits a few in this match. I think they might be better than Kenny's. Whoa. They're so crisp so, and just look like. You absolutely killed the so guy. So he's on his knees doing the pose, gets kneed in the face, so he he bends backwards. His knees are still in the pose, but his shoulders are on the mat, so Buddy goes to pin him. And the ref counts it. It counts. But mm. Dream kicks out and then moves his knees. That probably hurt your knees so much, oh, but yes. it looks really cool. That's a spot you would end a match with, oh, yeah. I would say. Vel- like Later on in the years, when Velveteen Dream still does that pose, because he, sh- he should do mm. that pose forever... That should be the finish of the match. Like he's he's like barely standing and he's still fighting and then he does the pose and then someone's like no and then like ends him. That's that's an epic ending. But he kicked out here. Really cool. Um, so huge knees is what I have here. Buddy Murphy then goes finally does hit his tope because he throws Dream out, hits the beautiful picture, perfect. Like if WWE 2K doesn't use Buddy Murphy to capture their moves for mm. the games, they're doing something wrong. Because this guy's, like, picture perfect. Um, he hits his flying knees off the top like a meteora, I guess and I'll call it. he got so much height on this. Yeah, he got well. a lot. White man can jump in Buddy Murphy. Uh, he then uh, he goes for, like, the offense, goes to do one of his corner running moves, but runs literally into a super kick from the Dream. The Dream then goes up top to the outside with an axe handle, 
The dream runs inside and hits a code breaker out of nowhere. I like how the dream just hits random moves. He's a creator wrestler. Yeah, he? he's, he's good. Like, what what moves do I like? Sure, I'm gonna have that. He reminds me of John Cena because sometimes John Cena will pull a move out and you don't see him ever do that move ever again. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna do a hurricanrana today. See, and like, yeah, I mean, Cena doing hurricanrana is. I don't think I ever need to see that again. He he did that springboard stunner for a bit. And the, the I know power bombs yeah. like it's. I don't mind it. Cena once did that like indie sit out fa- power slam face buster thing. Yeah. Like Dream does random moves too, too, and I like it. Uh, so Buddy kicks out of the code breaker, and Full Sail's going nuts here. Uh, they're slugging it out, and they're both on the outside, and they both make it into the ring for the ten count. Very dramatic. Um, they're up top fighting there, and Dream keeps going for a superplex, but getting tossed off. He then goes up for another one, but the 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 Buddy Murphy, the Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy hits a, a gourd buster off the top, sending Dream face first, and then jumps off to hit a uh, sunset flip, hmm. but gets countered into the Dream Valley driver, but Buddy Murphy kicks out, and Full Sail goes fucking nuts. I bet. I thought it was over. Uh, I know we've seen people kick out of the, the DVD before, but it's so cool. It looked like it yeah. was a finish. It felt like a, a takeover-worthy kick out here if this were naito and kota ibushi when he kicks out of the destino we would be on tv jumping out of this <laughs> kick out essentially and yes thank you for everyone still sending us tweets uh access tv in the states replayed the g1 right. okay. and that is why a lot of people have now caught up and are seeing us on Showing tv again, during right. that match yes uh, i see it thank you uh buddy murphy fights back hits the cheeky nando's kick and then a sit out like liger bomb and Dream kicks out. Holy shit. Um, they're fighting on the apron at one point, And this is probably the knee you are talking about. Oh. Out of nowhere, deadly. this guy just hits a flying knee on the apron, sending Dream crashing to the outside. And the ref is about to count Dream out. Therefore, Buddy Murphy would win this match. But Button he wouldn't. The title. Yeah, he wouldn't win the title. So they showing Buddy Murphy is like he's a heel, but he's not the heel because he doesn't want to take that victory. He rolls back in and rolls back out to break the count. On like nine and a half. Yeah, that? really, really close here. But this was the start of his downfall. He throws Dream into the ring, goes to climb in, but as he's going through the ropes, Dream hits a Famouser, bringing his face through the ropes down to the, the mat here. He picks him up. Hits the DVD, the Dream Valley Driver, jumps to the top rope and hits the Purple Rainmaker Elbow. And Velveteen Dream retains his North American Championship in a Full Sail Classic. Buddy Murphy was robbed. This match was brilliant. Yeah, it was um, great. I loved the I loved the finish. The as you said, like Buddy, like trying to save it for the title. Technically, but getting... he, he deserves a rematch. Yeah, like um, yeah. I, I kind of wish they hadn't, they just, because they, they showed Buddy Murphy moving to SmackDown on a graphic. I just wish you'd do that graphic next week or something, because right. I think I'd have bit on some of these sure. earfuls more. I I think I'd have been more, oh, they, they could switch it. Yeah. Why not? Like, Buddy Murphy could be in NXT now. Yeah. Um, but I think the fact we know he's going to SmackDown kind of tainted it a bit for me. Um but this match was incredible. Yeah, this was great. Velveteen Dream does not miss. Buddy Murphy does not miss. He is, in fact, the best kept secret. I need to see this guy. If this guy's on SmackDown, the only worry I have is he's on the same show as um, Mustafa Ali. And they both kind of like, not saying two cruiserweights can't be on the same show, but it's like, you're fighting for the same kind of slot, but maybe? Buddy, like, 
He doesn't look like a cruiserweight. Well, he, remember, his whole story was he was a he wasn't a cruiserweight, yeah, yeah. and he was cutting down to be sure. in that division. Sure, so let him so get I bigger again. I think to people who have never seen him before, you wouldn't go, "Oh, this is this guy's a cruiserweight." Yeah, I, I don't um, consider so him a cruiserweight. I, I don't worry about that. I think okay. it's, it's better having like Cedric and Ali on separate shows, okay. which they're doing right, which makes um, sense. I want to see more Buddy Murphy on my SmackDown. If he's a, if, if Andrade is now on Raw, he needs to be that slot. He needs to be the guy that, sure, maybe you're not winning the, everything, but you're the guy who's putting on the 20-minute classics yeah. that your crowd is going to go home happy with. Like, if, if I go to SmackDown, if I pay whatever tickets, and I see a pretty shitty SmackDown, I'm going to be like, oh, that was a waste of my money. If I go to a shitty SmackDown but have a 20, 25-minute match with Buddy Murphy and, I don't know, Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston, someone yeah. of nature, and the match like is a banger like this, I'm going to go home happy. Therefore, Buddy Murphy, best kept secret. Uh, I kind of um, want him to be on NXT. They've, uh, they've kept him and Bliss separate. Is Bliss on SmackDown now? No, Bliss is on Raw. Oh, could you imagine? So they've split up uh, Andrade and Charlotte. No! They're separate brands. No! They've kept... Um, so... Uh, Tranquilo. So Zelina is with... Alistair. Alistair, though. Right. And you've got... Uh, Sarah Logan is with... Eric. <laughs> Fuck's sake. His name's just Eric. Eric. Yeah. <laughs> um... The Miz moving to Raw, I know he's flipped back and forth, but it makes sense because it's USA Network and Miz and Mrs. is USA. Ah, uh, yes. So I think that's why they've done that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Alexa and Buddy, I guess they've been separate for a while because 205's been taped on Tuesdays anyway. Uh, so they're just still Have you separate. seen Becky Lynch's tweets? How she's like, if you thought Becky was savage on Twitter before, now she's just calling Again. everyone out. What, Becky's just Lacey Evans? So she 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 riffs Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans, just stop. Just go away for two seconds. Like, stop. Did you see Lacey's reply, though? What did she say? She said something like, cool, it took you two days to come up with that. Oh, right. Ooh, so, so Becky tweets out something to Ember Moon, but refers to Ember Moon being friends with Alexa. Right. And then Becky basically makes a joke about Alexa, like, not being able to wrestle right now because of her injury. Mm. So now the whole world is attacking Becky for being kind of a little cheeky. But I'm like... Fuck that, yo. That's her gimmick right now. Becky is stone cold right now. Becky is like, fuck you. I'm kind of over Becky already. I'm not I'm over back Becky. To not liking her again. Oh no, I love Becky. I just feel like I don't. I don't think she's killed it yet. I think since I think uh, she peaked a few months ago. I think this is the wrong move with Lacey Evans. Sure. It's like when Daniel Bryan came back. Not saying Becky's coming back. I'm just saying, like, Daniel Bryan came back after WrestleMania. It's hot. What would you? What do you do with Daniel Bryan? Put him in a crazy hot feud, and they put him with Cass. Yeah. This is what they're doing. They're fucking it up again. Yeah. Um, I, I just like the, the savagery on... Uh, sure. And then Sami Sammy Zayn now is on Twitter being like, oh, who uses Twitter? Sami Zayn's in this weird character. Oh, Sami Zayn's great. I love Sami Zayn. The character's not a character for me. Oh, I think, no. He... I think it should be. Have you seen his promos? I just... It's, it's like, it's good. It's really funny. It's just not no, where I. It's, it's not where good. I. It's, it's good. It's good. I, it's just not where I. I'm interested in right now. I feel like two years ago, three years ago, this would be everyone. It would be the pipe bomb. It would be the shit. Now it's like a little too far removed. Where I'm like, eh. Also, like, kayfabe wise, dude showed up for his return, lost to Finn Balor, who then lost to Andrade. Yeah. Why should I give a fuck about you? Yeah. 
Mickey Mouse booking really affects your brain as a wrestling fan because why should I care about you? You're a loser. Well, they're looking to hire a continuity person now, and by God, they need it. Yeah, you know where they are in NXT. Yeah, they're there working because they continuing the stories in NXT are so fucking good. Wins and losses actually matter in this company. Fuck, just in this company, it's the same company. Uh, let's continue here. We went on a bit of a tangerine. Street profits. They're doing one of their street talk selfie promos. Uh, they're all swagged out. I love the, uh, like, <laughs> Angelo Dawkins is always wearing the same thing. But uh, Montez Ford is wearing, like, a black fedora, a black buttoned up all the way to the top. He dresses like if I had money. <laughs> he wears the round glasses. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could pull off round glasses. He's decked to the ninth. They're talking, they're saying, uh, we're here for opportunity. See, they won in the in the, the the match in Brooklyn. They won that match against uh, who was it Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bertha. Yeah. They say we're going to William Regal's office because we need opportunity. So they walk over to William Regal's office. They say, "Look, it's William Regal's office." It says William Regal. They knock on it and they go, "Opportunity is knocking." <laughs> and then the door opens. And here we have the first shot we see is a t-shirt that says the War Raiders. I, I laughed out loud. They've, they've got merch. <laughs> they have merch that says War Raiders on it. This is going to be on the pile with those Y2AJ t-shirts. Like, oh, God. So the War Raiders can now come out wearing shirts that say War Raiders. Yeah. And they say, we just talked to William Regal. You guys want an opportunity? We'll see you next week. And then Hanson goes, sorry, uh, <laughs> Igor, 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 Ivan, Ebor, the fu- fucking Viking. He says, be careful what you wish for. And then they walk off. So now the street prophets are all hyped and they go, yeah, 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 yeah. And they go, let's go. And as they're walking off, you can hear Montez Ford go, whoa, where are you going? We got to go to this new sushi spot. And then they walk off. <laughs> sushi in Winter Park, Florida. Doesn't sound like the best <laughs> from sushi. Uh, War I mean, Raiders. I uh, I haven't read ahead. I don't know what's happening. But uh, War Raiders dropping the title next week. <laughs> Jesus. So weird. It's it's very strange. It's like they don't give a fuck about NXT. They really don't. They really don't. This this whole show, pretty much. As yeah. I said, Buddy this whole Mur- shows a write off. Buddy Murphy in a. I mean, NXT North American title like match what? in the first segment it's like well he's not going to win that because we now know as of yesterday he's on Smackdown the next segment is War Raiders coming out in War Raiders t-shirts when we know like, what the fuck? they're fucking Eric and Steve as Vikings <laughs> on on Raw and then and then we've got the final segment which we'll get onto later okay so imagine you're uh, you're in an airport right and you're getting on a plane, you're boarding a flight, mm. and the guy in front of you, he's this big fucking Viking looking motherfucker. You start a conversation with him, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a wrestler for WWE. Oh, what? What? Really? Like, what's your name? Eric. <laughs> what? My name's Eric. Your name's Eric? No, like, what's your, what's your name? No, no, that's my name. It's Eric. I mean, what's sad is just two weeks ago, when we did our, our round table with Jesse and Scrump, you and Jesse were saying Raymond Rowe has potential. He, he does. To be. WWE champion. He should be. He's one good. Day. He's one of my and, favorites. Like John's test is always imagine JR calling. Exactly. 
Eric! Eric! Oh, Eric has won the title! Oh my god, the Viking dream has come true! It's like, fucking hell. Like, what? You could call him Eric Rowe. Sure, but then that's like Eric Raymond, Rowe. He has the tattoo that says Rowe on his fucking body there. Just call him Raymond Rowe. It's a cool name. Is yeah. it his real name? I don't know, but it's a cool fucking name. Yeah. And now you call him Eric. That doesn't... Like, what the fuck? Is he a character on Sesame Street? Oh. Eric. Hey, guys, it's Eric. And Ivan or Eagle. What the fuck? So stupid. How many times are we going to complain Bring about Bring Neville this? back and just have Neville and Eric. Fuck. It's awful. It's, it's awful. We got Ali versus Eric. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. I don't understand. We got to get ourselves a War Raiders shirt. That's what I know. <laughs> war. 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 Uh... It is now the time for the full sale celebration of Johnny Gargano. That is right. Johnny Champion comes down to the ring in full sale with the NXT title on his shoulder. I'm pretty sure as he comes out, he hugs King Tommen from Game of Thrones in the front row by the ramp. <laughs> is that a big character? I don't know who that is. It is for a little bit, yeah. Um, Johnny Gargano walking to the ring with the NXT title. A shot, you know, I... Don't know if I'll get used to seeing it. It's very interesting. He comes down in his yellow shirt. says Johnny Champion on it. Mauro Vanallo says, Charlie Brown has finally kicked the football. Great, great call. Great call, Mauro. Uh, Johnny comes out. He says, thank you, Full Sail. Um, in 2014, I went to my first WWE tryout, and I was told no. And now... Years later, I fought through it all, and I've become Johnny Champion. And the crowd starts chanting, you deserve it. Except these three assholes in Shock the System shirts, who are like, you see, the full the full cell crowd is like, you deserve it. And then you hear these three cunts, and they're like, no, you don't. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like... You yeah. could be a fan of that. That's just that's just yeah. you're just trying to get yourself over. Yeah, completely. get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like what's wrong with you? You just you didn't ruin this, but like, stop. You're not funny. It's like sorry, you haven't enjoyed a Johnny Gargano match in the yeah, last get two out years. Of get out of here. Get out. Shut out. up. Like, be along with the story. Yeah. I once uh, had a drink with Chris Jericho. Okay. Before Raw once in Toronto, and I was like, Chris, uh, I'm front row. I, you're my favorite wrestler. I'm gonna cheer for you. He's like, why? I'm the bad guy. You could be a huge fan of me, but when I say, I must be in Toronto because everyone's wearing Leafs jerseys and they suck, you're supposed to boo me. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. It's a show. Mm. You go watch a movie and you see the Joker fucking blowing up shit and robbing banks. He's the bad guy, sure. You're allowed to like that. Mm. It's great. So don't be a dick and fucking, like, you know what I mean? Just yeah. go, with the, go with the show. You fucking idiots in Full Sail. I hate Full Sail sometimes. <laughs> oh. I know the internet hates Full Sail, but, like, I, I try to defend them, but I can't. These three assholes, man. Yeah. Shut up. Johnny Gargano, he's finally the champion. Everything is happy. And as he's talking, he doesn't get very far because shock the system. The music hits. Adam Cole, and I'm going to say this, listen very closely. Adam Cole shows up on the ramp with Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. He's on the ramp. But this uh, this was great because last week you saw the clip of yes. Adam Cole going, Roddy, what were you doing out Roddy, there? Roddy, what were you thinking? So it kind of puts the idea in your head that, mm -hmm. oh, 
there's trouble in paradise with you trouble today. in paradise <laughs> um he says johnny you are not the real champion he says in new york i pinned you in the middle of the ring one two three if it was a normal match i would be nxt champion you're just a punk now granted that is a correct statement. Mm. If that were a normal match, kayfabe-wise, the match would have been done 10 minutes in and Cole would be champion mm. after that first last shot. But that was not the match and Gargano is champion. He says, you're a punk. And Gargano says, what's wrong, Adam? You're feeling a little emotional. There must be a little trouble with your boy band. I hope everything is in sync. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Cole gets very upset when you call Undisputed Era a boy band. He says, yeah, Adam, you beat me in the first fall, but then I beat you in the second and third. He says, you pinned me, and then I made you tap out twice. If this were like a sporting event, a hockey game, the score at the end of the game would say, Johnny Gargano 2, Adam Cole 1. Now, Adam Cole, that's not definitive. That's undisputed. Ooh, saying his own catchphrase... Makes Adam Cole get even, even more upset. He goes, what's wrong? You're just a spoiled little baby. Oh, my oh. God. He's roasting the poor man. Stop it. He says, uh, step up, and I'll be happy to put more points on the scoreboard. <sighs> See, Johnny Gargano's got a good promo, too. A little underrated, I feel. Yeah. Uh, I like his, oh, his no, promo. Oh, no, I think he's great. I've been walking around lately <laughs> I'm with my friend the other day. We're, we're on our way to get Chinese food, and he goes... I'm hungry. And I go, yeah, well, I'm starving. <laughs> it's my new favorite thing. It's my new favorite thing. Uh, so Adam Cole, Adam Cole is like upset that he just got roasted by Gargano. And out of fucking nowhere, a wild Roddy appears with his flying knee. Jesus Christ. I don't Roddy. know if you noticed, there's a guy yeah, in I the crowd it. in a great He's just going pointing. And he's tracking him yeah. with his finger. He's like, guys, look. <laughs> I mean, I think this was expected. Yeah, you of course. You see, yeah, we, we see watch wrestling. wrestling enough, but, <laughs> you watch uh, wrestling, you know what was going to happen. But we've joked about on this show about Roddy Roderick Strong flying out of nowhere yeah. into the camera. It's the new RKO. It's, it's like, it yeah. is. It's the wild Roddy. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It looks so good. So Roderick Strong out of fucking nowhere hits a flying knee to Gargano. Adam Cole and Undisputed Era. They slide into the ring. They beat him up. Now this is pure evil. They all hold him, and Cole grabs the NXT title. In his face, he's, you know, yelling at him, talking shit. And then he super kicks him straight to hell. So, Fish, O'Reilly, and Roddy are all holding Gargano on his knees and his arms back. And then Cole super kicks him. How do you do that? Mm. Dudes in, like, shoes or boots, there's no way to block no. this. Like, you gotta be professional. You guys gotta be trusting each other. Uh, I, I like this a lot. I thought this was great. This could potentially set up takeover rematch. I think which is so. Cole versus I think Gargano. that's the most sensible thing to do. I think so. After it's not too long away. No. Till the next one. I think. I think that's a good call. Also, like, they just killed it in in New York. Mm. Why not let them kind of do it again? Make make a little money off that, you know. Uh. So they kill him. I'll, I'll go back to my thoughts in a bit because yeah, we go back. Yeah, we have another segment later on with these uh, with this crew. So basically, Gargano before he got beat up says. Cole, bring it. You want to fight me? I'll fight you. And then Roddy attacks him. They all attack him. Clearly leading to that. We will get to that. We get a little bit of a vignette here. In two weeks, 
we will see the in-ring debut in full sale of Kushida. Great Scott. You see the the the, the orange vest? Yeah. It's got the 2015 shades on, Doc Brown shades. He's ready. You think he's just going to be a Back to the Future gimmick? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay with yeah. this. But like, if they need a writer for his I think promos, to start I with, I don't think they're going to change him much. He, it might adapt and evolve. <coughs> probably will. But I think they'll debut him as we know him. Um, <clears throat> Kushida is part of the, the picture that's making its rounds uh, today mm. and yesterday of the new signings to the, uh, the Performance Center. We have Shane Strickland, who uh, a lot of people are buzzing about. Uh, he's kind of a big name on the indie scene. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. And uh, Garza Jr., um, this guy was an impact. Uh, I don't know if you know, his, I believe it's his father who was uh, Hector Garza. He was like in WCW, TNA. This okay. guy was really talented. And his son, this guy is, is great as well. I saw this guy in Impact, this Garza Jr. guy, and I was like, he's got a WWE kind of feel. Mm. And, of course, now he's picked up. Nice. They just sign everyone, really. Oh, yeah. Like, a lot of... Here we are talking about all the call-ups, like how we're being rated. But look at all the talent they have ready. Like, Trevor oh, Lee is sitting there. Completely. Kushida's here. Shane Strickland. Garza Jr. There's so many names that are chilling right yeah. now that we haven't seen on mm. TV like me and you, we don't live in Florida. We don't go to the the house show rounds that they do there because that's really where the characters kind of start, start yeah. before they even make it to TV. And there's so many people there, not just guys. Like there's there's women as well who are just waiting, mm. which could probably be really shitty for your attitude. Like you're just you got signed by WWE and then you're sitting for a year yeah. not doing anything. It must suck. Um, Chelsea Green is a is a name I'm interested in seeing. When she heals, she has an injury right now, but she just got engaged to Zack Ryder. Oh, okay. And uh, WrestleMania yes, weekend. Yes, we, did we see her all in? She was in all yeah, in. Yeah. She was in the Fatal Four. Right. Yeah, she she was she's a name that I think could could help the NXT Women's Division mm. simply because her gimmick, her gimmick is the hot mess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you I, would love this gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm excited to see. We talk about we talk a lot about getting rated, but I feel like. We'll be fine in NXT oh, yeah. next year. We have a lot of talent that's going to come in and blow our minds, definitely. Um, we go to our next match. It is Aaron Fry, some jobber, versus Dominic Dijakovic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who lost to Luke Harper in the yeah. War of the Worlds, Worlds Collide thing, whatever. Uh, Dijak's music is kind of shit, is what I wrote. <laughs> I like his new gear, though. The like yeah. the red, blue, gold, and white. Well, we'll talk Croatian. about why he probably dresses that oh, yeah. way in two seconds. Uh, the bell rings, and he does a cyclone pump kick and wins instantly. Yeah. Uh, perfect spot here. I did not need to see this go any longer. He grabs a microphone. Uh, actually, before I do that, <laughs> the cycle, it's a 360 pump kick, bicycle kick. And he knocks this guy dies essentially. Yeah. And as he's pinning him, Morrow goes, "Feast your eyes on Dominic Dijakovic." Yes, feast your eyes. But there's no lights in Fry's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, he grabs a microphone. He says, "Dijak says my family helped me get here. My blood is what drives me to opportunity. Therefore." Uh, He's a white privilege gimmick? Is that what this is? I'm kind of getting this like weird get vibe. That, yeah. So he went on Twitter and did all this. He did this tweet. I, I've got the tweet up here. Because he then says, and he, this promo isn't much. He says, my family helped me get here. And my blood drives me to my opportunity. I see the North American Championship 
Feast your eyes, Velveteen Dream. Mm. And that's the promo. So clearly he's, he's, he's gunning for the North American title. Yeah, so Keith Lee, it's still... Uh, there hasn't been much information out is, there about injured, Keith though. Lee's injury yeah. and how long he's out. But they've, they've seemingly... Because that match was meant to be tonight. Yeah. Um, they've completely dropped that. Um, they're not even postponing it by the looks of it. Like, that's, right. that's over. It will happen eventually down the line. But, um, but no, I think... I think a Dijakovic dream feud could yeah, be excellent. Yeah, that's the takeover match. I, I really like this guy. Um, What's the deal with this gimmick, though? So is he trying to be a weird heel here? I think here? he's... I is think it like We the People? A, I think it's going to be an anti-American. Anti-American? Well, his tweet he put out... Cause, so he, he got in a bit of trouble because he's been doing this uh, like anti-America tweet... Uh, sorry, gimmick on the house shows yes. and things. Uh, and he put out a tweet that he got a lot of heat for. Heat for, but it was it was an in character tweet, and yeah. he's since deleted it. He's actually deleted his account by the looks of it. Wow! Um, but he was targeting not just uh, US, but the whole of North America. So okay. he tagged um, he tagged Donald Trump, Jesus, um, the president of Mexico, Whoa. and Justin Trudeau in his <laughs> in this tweet. Um, and he goes, this continent has everything backwards. This is a diseased environment that breeds impurity. The streets are almost as filthy as the inhabitants. I would know I've lived the majority of my life here. Wow. I owe it to myself and my family to purify this wasteland. So it's... Interesting. It's like a... What, a second, second generation immigrant trying to clean up America and make right. it the America he wants it to be. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think in... Uh, we've got to remember this is developmental and right, I'm yeah. fine with people... I mean, look how look how Dream turned out. I'm sure. fine with people uh, trying out these gimmicks and see how it works. Yeah. I think this is a guy that... Uh, I thought this promo was fine. Um, he's got a great intensity about yeah. him. He's and scary looking. He also. is. And I think he just needs to... Keep it pretty... Simple. Simple. Yeah, less is I, more. Less is more. But, like, he got the point across. I want the NXT that's North it. American yeah, Championship. That's I'm coming for you, Dream. And you're like, fuck, this guy's scary. So, uh, there was a guy who debuted in NXT. He wasn't there long. Mm. Because they were like, great, this character is going to work. This character is the best character we got going. Let's put it on the main roster. His name is Rusev. Yeah. It's the classic character of, like, you know... America's terrible and fuck that. Like I just feel like it's cheap. I think nowadays it is because it's it's such a world like we we were just talking about when worlds collide. Yeah. Like it's such a world uh organization now. And I know most of it is filmed in US, the States. But still. But you've got such a worldwide audience and it it just makes it weird. Like the whole when Jinder became champion because right. they to me, that if you could have—I know he's not a great worker—but if you heated Jinder up as a babyface mm-hmm. and have him going to India as a babyface, well, you know they edit the they edit the content to make him look like a face. I know, but yeah. still, it would, have, it would have had. I feel it would have had so much more it impact. Been, it would have, like imagine. It would have been good. Yeah, he, he was he was treated like a face when he came here. Brampton showed up to SmackDown Completely. when he was champion, and it looked. If you watch that, you're like he's a face. Yeah, but he wasn't, and. I don't know. I'm just. I'm tired of it's. It's easy. Yeah, it's too cheap. Uh, it's easy and it's like and a bot as, a, in the game. as a 
as a Brit living in Canada who like, <laughs> like this doesn't interest I don't yeah. I, I fucking get so bored of the USA chants it's yeah, like yeah. this guy is like seven almost seven foot tall yeah and he does moonsaults to the outside yeah. he does fucking dives he does crazy shit I don't know if this is what he needs uh, but again I followed him in Ring of Honor and my one issue with him in Ring of Honor was what are you? What is your character? And yeah. now fast forward, I'm complaining about the opposite. I mean, so I don't it's, know. Give it time. It's just something, it something for now. Um, and we'll see how it goes. But I think ring wise, I'm, I'm, I think this could, this could be a really interesting match. Him and dream. I think this guy is once, Vic, once Vince McMahon sees this guy have a banger on a takeover, we're going to watch raw one night and it's going to be the, Dijakovic experience. You know he'll be like, Croatia, where's that? You're Russian. <laughs> so weird. Uh, I I want to see that match. Velveteen Dream versus Dijak. Take my money. Yeah. Uh, we go backstage. It is Kathy Kelly. And she is with Undisputed Era. She goes, Era, you know, uh, Era. <laughs> Undisputed Era, you've done some fucked up shit today. What's going on? They basically say, listen. Johnny Gargano got caught up in all the emotion and got caught in our trap. But then they are interrupted by general manager William Regal. He walks up behind them and he goes, Boys, uh, I just had a wonderful conversation with Johnny Gargano. And they're like, Oh yeah? Yeah? What did, what did, what did Gargano have to say? Adam Cole's acting like a cheeky little fuck. They say, he, William Regal says that Gargano... Wants to face Undisputed Era next week. It is, he wants it next week. Cole goes, great, I'm ready. He goes, actually, Johnny Gargano has requested to face Roderick Strong. And then walks off. See you next week. And walk, William Regal leaves. So Roderick Strong is like, yeah, that's what we wanted. Right, guys? And slaps their, their, their shoulders. And Adam Cole's like, yeah. And Kyle O'Reilly's like, yeah, that's, that's what we wanted. And Bobby Fish is like, yeah, that's what we wanted. And then there's this just awkward standalone, like the, all the emotions on their faces. Everything's, everything's a little gray right now. So this is where I think it should go. This isn't a title match, is it? Uh, I don't believe so. I don't so. think so. It could be. I don't know. It was kind of not clear. I think uh, Roddy should pick up the win. Like non-title, like, yeah, non-title. Screwy it can finish. be screwy, and then you set up for a three-way <sighs> between Roddy Cole. Then you've got the whole thing of you've got that story of well, it's going to be two two on one. You've got right. Is Roddy going to help out Cole win? Sure. Like it can you can end up having Johnny pin Roddy Roddy or whatever. Hmm. Um, I think it w- I think it would be quite interesting because they they've clearly. They, they're clearly they, teasing us. They actually us. introduced this a while ago yeah, because they, they said uh, Roddy's now a singles competitor. This yes. was before TakeOver. Yes, yes, it's true. And I think we assumed, oh, right, okay, well, he's going to go for the right. North American and that. That's not the plan. Uh-oh. Uh, I'm worried. I'm worried about my boy Roddy. I, like, I'd be totally down for a three-way. 
I'm always down. For <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I think that's an interesting but take. The, but this match next week should be. Oh yeah, for sure. Listen, Roger Strong. You want to talk about uh, best kept secrets? He's the best kept secret. He's a workhorse. He's a guy you would put on SmackDown and you would have him deliver matches every week. You would get your money's worth going to a SmackDown. Roddy's been doing that in Ring of Honor for years. He's been killing it here in NXT. Just don't massacre my boy. No. Don't kick him out. Don't kick him out I, of the group. I, I think they'll. I don't. I think this is just a. Jeez. As we've seen for like the last year with the whole Champa Gargano story, there's, yeah. there's little ways to keep the story going another month, and I think this could be like a little. Don't play with my heart here, though. Like I love a little roadblock just to get over this. Sure. Do a little three way. The boys can get back together oh. afterwards. I don't read ahead. SummerSlam Toronto, you can have. The one-on-one rematch. I don't read ahead, David. Mm. <laughs> but... But you know what happens. No, so. I really don't. I really don't. I really don't. But I'm worried. I don't want Roddy to leave. Because, like, realistically... He's not gonna leave. On the main roster, it's easier to have a crew with three than four. It's hard to do four. But... Don't kick Roddy out. No, I, I don't, don't think he's don't been kick, kicked out. Please don't. Please. I don't read ahead, but don't I think, do this I think to this my boy. Just for just for a story for a month or so. Don't do this to my boy. They massacred my boy. <laughs> Uh, talking about massacre, we go to Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne. Uh, just before that, we we oh. got just a nice little recap of the Kyrie versus Shayna feud heating up for the main. Yes, yeah, sorry, they're, and they're I like this because it, it's essentially in singles matches. I think it's two two, isn't it? I think so. Um, Kyrie won. Kyrie the won the May Young Classic, and at Brooklyn, Shayna won at uh, Evolution, and whenever they on fought. TV, I think maybe. Well, before we get to that, we get to this amazing promo. Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne, uh, they're doing a selfie thing. Um, they're talking about how they were in New York. They were in some, you know, bougie stores. Mm. They were in Bloomingdale's. Um, they challenged Candice LeRae to a tag team match. Is it next week? Mm. Hopefully Candice can find a partner. And then that's the promo. Uh, I'm going to be that guy who just shits on these people for no reason? No. This was just a scripted... Like, this was someone wrote this for them, and then they uh, said it in the camera. Like, that was exactly what this was. I, I didn't actually mind their delivery here. Uh, I just can't get behind it. I'm, I don't know. I think, I'm sour grapes, I think Vanessa Bourne sounds pretty good on the mic. I'm just... I'm kind of over these sort of just bitchy female yep, I'm, better I've than you been characters. over it. Like, there's things um, in wrestling that we're talking about, you know, na- white, what is it, America, anti-American yeah. giving. Like, they're just going to the well too many times here. When you should look at characters that are different, that actually work better for you. Like, coming up with something that's creative and innovative will get you further than going back yeah. to, in the long run. Like, I just don't see us talking about the great, the amazing, innovative gimmick of being bad and bougie. No, but they, they can... Change again. I mean, we saw, like, think, like, Charlotte and Sasha and that were... Best friends. Summer Summer Rae had that... BFFs. BFFs and all that. Like, it can evolve. And I think it's, to start with, let's give you something simple that you can get your teeth in, get comfortable on a mic, uh, play a character, and then we can maybe work out something a bit more developed. Hey, maybe this is setting up Candice to get into that women's title spot. I, th- I think that's where they're heading with her. Yeah. Um, maybe not the next takeover, but the one after I can see her being in that picture. So now we go to the main event, which is Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane. The NXT women's title is on the line. The stipulation 
If Kyrie loses, she can no longer challenge for the NXT title. Why did they do that? They don't care about us in NXT. They don't. Again, we they saw really her don't. the day before on the SmackDown. The day before debut. Like, Obviously, we know what the fuck is going to happen in this match. Yeah. It's like, why can't you just... Yeah. Agreed. <sighs> Kyrie Zane comes down to the ring in a War Raiders shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they play this package. Um, it made me, like, interested in storyline. Like, this storyline has been on for a, I, a I while. think it's... I think it's been one of the best women's views. Let's remember that Shayna, for the past year, has been the bully, yeah. essentially. That's her character. Before she had the, the two lackeys, she was a bully from day yeah. one. So let's just remember that is what they really need to, to, to hit us over the head with. Um, they fight... Sorry, first, the horsewomen are fucking ridiculous. They're just, like, posing, they're roaring, they they yeah. just look dumb. Do people do that in real life? <laughs> like, fuck off. They just, they both look ridiculous. I know people hate Jessamine Duke. Yeah. Meeting meeting fans uh, outside Barclays Center before and after, like, just talking to wrestling mm. fans. The general consensus is Jessamine Duke. People do not like Jessamine mm. Duke. Uh, I got nothing against her, but yeah, she's not good. <laughs> like... Sorry, you're not. They're, just, they're playing wrestlers. You're playing. You were you were fighters, and you watched it. You thought it was great. Now you're playing like, wrestlers. You're exactly. I know right. you haven't been on board with her the whole time, but I think I think Shayna's great. Sure. And I think right from the big, be- her wrestling has improved so much. Definitely. But right from the beginning, she looks like a bully. Uh, you believe she can hurt these women. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't overdo it either. Whereas these two, like, just gawking and fucking roaring and flexing and it just it's you're playing wrestlers yeah yeah uh just because you watch it Mm. sometimes doesn't mean you're good at it yeah that's all i'm saying uh the match starts off and they fight right away there's a huge spinning back elbow from Kyrie. she then hits the sliding d in the corner she goes up top thinking she's gonna win this right off the gate but it doesn't happen. Uh, they, chase, they chase each other with strikes uh, side to side, but then there's a huge knee by Shayna Baszler. We're talking about Buddy Murphy's knee strikes and V-triggers. Shayna Baszler's got some wicked knees as well. <laughs> uh, there's the bicycle knee, which she does. It's like a pump-up bike bicycle mm-hmm. knee to the jaw, which looks like it actually connected to the jaw. Or Kyrie's just a good seller, which she is. Kyrie is a fantastic actor as well. Yeah. I think that's why she's in the spot she is. Um... Kyrie hits a spear for a two count. She's showing her Bushido, as Mauro says. What is which that? Which is her fighting spirit, wow. the way of the warrior. Ooh, it's nice. a Japanese way. I love being. it. Yeah. I'm a fan. Um, there's a great roll through anchor mm. by Kyrie. So and here comes the pain. There's this move. And RVD used to do it, where you the guy is running towards you, you drop down and you roll through, and then you turn them into a Boston crab. Yep. It's a cool looking move. I used to do it on my brother all the time. Kyrie does it, but turns it into the anchor, which looked great, uh, which is her submission move. Now, Shayna gets the ropes. It's broken up. Uh, great spot, though. They're now up top, and uh, Kyrie hits this, like, uh, who's the guy who used to do? Del Rio, where you make yeah. the person hang. I don't like the spot because you're just hanging it's there. It's contrived. Yeah, yeah, you're like, well, you know, it looks kind of... It's just waiting to get stomped. Uh, but Kyrie does this stomp. She didn't get quite all of it, as the announcers love to tell us whenever a move doesn't really look that great. They mm-hmm. go, they didn't get all of it. <laughs> yeah, they didn't get any of it. Uh, she then hits uh, the kabuki elbow to the outside. And Shayna, like, uh, dodges it. 
So, so Kyrie goes flying and elbows the guardrail, essentially. Mm. Um, so then Shayna starts to work the arm and the socket here is the story. So after Kyrie misses the elbow to the outside, it's injured and Shayna works it. Uh, she's wrenching it and working the socket and doing all her evil ways of working mm. the arm that we've seen Shayna do. And again, Kyrie is a fantastic actor. She's just selling it like she's literally dying. Now we're talking about wrestlers screaming. Screaming in agony is a different type. That works. So Kyrie's oh, yeah. literally like, ah! It's like her elbow's just... It her arm's nasty. gonna break. Like, like we, me and you, uh, the wrestling expert journalists we are, we figured out how Marty Skrull does his uh, finger yeah. thing, the finger breaker. We figured it out just from watching him. I don't know how Shayna does the elbow thing yet. I can't figure it out. Someone no. explain. Yeah. Because, like, it just looks I like... I don't it, know how you just, don't break your arm. It just looks like it fucking hurts. Yeah. I don't understand. Uh, so she's doing that and, uh, Kyrie's like, no, uh, I can still fight. And then the referee, referee is like, no, no, we need a doctor out here. Get a doctor out here. she's making her arm. Yeah. It's like like limp and like dead. dead. So a doctor runs out and they're like, Kyrie, are you okay? Like, what's going on? You, you shouldn't, you shouldn't stop this. And the crowd is counting. This is where I didn't like full cell again. The crowd is counting her out. Yeah. (laughs) And Shayna is kind of going along with it. Like Shayna's like, yeah, you're right. She should be being counted out right now. But the ref is making sure she's okay. Io Shirai runs down. She's like, Kyrie, are you okay? Like, come on, don't, you know, don't do this. If you're injured, like, don't continue. Kyrie's like, no, I can fight. I can do this. So Kyrie gets back in the ring. She pushes the doctor away. She pushes Io away. She pushes the ref away. She gets into the ring and Shayna beats on her again. And this is where Shayna gets Kyrie's arm in position to do the stomp arm thing we were just talking about. She's about to stomp on the elbow mm. of Kyrie. We've seen her do this and injure people before. And this is where Io Shirai makes the decision to interfere and stop Shayna from hitting this move, therefore disqualifying her friend Kyrie. Shayna Baszler retains the NXT title. Kyrie Sane loses by DQ. And never gets a shot at the title again. This was like Tyler Bate throwing in the, the towel. towel. Um, so, Io Shirai stops Shayna from injuring Kyrie Zane's arm here. Mm. It's a DQ. The match is over. Therefore, the number game. The numbers games, as they mm. always say in the commentary. Jasmine Duke and Marina Shafir, they jump Io Shirai. They beat Honor. And this is like something out of a, a thriller movie. Like when a villain gets... This is, this is just evil. If you needed to get Shayna over as a bad guy, mm. this is exactly it. My only thing is, why did you debut Kyrie the day before when you could have just wrote her off with this? Anyways, let's, yeah. let's pretend NXT is on a different timeline, which it pretends it is. This is evil. This is heinous. Mm-hmm. This made me believe Shayna is a bad bitch. This is crazy. Io Shirai interrupted the match to make sure her friend didn't get the stomp on the elbow. The match is now over. The wolves of, of Jasmine Duke and Maria Shafir, they hold Io ringside as Shayna Baszler puts Kyrie Sane in position for the elbow stomp. Looks at her as Io is screaming, as Kyrie's in agony, already injured elbow, and Shayna Baszler does the elbow stomp, making Io Shirai watch her. So, and Io was fantastic. Oh, Io was so good. She was crying. She looked desperate to help her friend. Could you imagine this? You you interrupt a match because you, you're like, you're going to get hurt. You yeah. don't want me to get hurt. 
you interrupt it to stop the injury, but then the match is now over, but then you, I get hurt anyways, yeah. and you have to watch. Yeah. That sounds awful. Yeah. That sounds terrible. This is like any you know t- bad movie where the villains are like yeah well we got your friend here and we're gonna torture them in front of you yeah. it's like james bond shit it's like evil ass shit yeah they should do this on the main roster more often i mean we one of the complaints going into uh the women's main event was how just convoluted and everything it got by the yeah. end this i mean this this episode is bas- was basically starting what i assume is going to be the eo yes she needs to be eo yeah this this felt like a go home segment. Yeah, yeah. Like this was awesome. Um again, I'm pretending like NXT is some sideshow. I don't know what's going on with Kyrie and the main thing, but this was this made me sick. Yeah. This was storytelling at its finest. Like this made me need, I need to see EO and, fight and Shana. it just shows like with with EO and Kyrie, you you don't need you don't need to be great at English. Yeah. You don't need these promos because both of their acting was so solid. Like I'm not one for um, th- their their promos. Kyrie and Eel, you know, we've I, we've kind of made fun of their promos yeah. simply because like they're broken English. The lines they have are not that great. Like you said, the, it's all about the acting. Here. But also, I think they they get away with it because it it's cute yeah. and because they're best friends. And you can see, I, someone posted uh, Kyrie. I think it was Kyrie and Asuka just just talking in Japanese. Yeah, yeah. And it was great. Like I don't know what they were saying, but yeah. I I don't really need to because I know what's I can see what's going on. Right. Um But this was this was fantastic. So the shot of Io Shirai being held back, being forced to watch her friend get pummeled by Shayna Baszler getting hurt and destroyed. I thought this was Fantastic. Um, honestly, this episode of NXT was a, a bit of a sleeper. Like, we're in such a weird thing because we people are. are like, oh, NXT's being raided. We don't need to see all these guys. There, there's no star power. Oh. But they still delivered. Buddy Murphy and Dream, fantastic match. Probably was better than any match on SmackDown this week. This this segment, like, you're right. This this is a story they could have done to promote something in a different way. Like, yeah. oh, I just really, I really liked the fact that <laughs> you had EO stop that. Yeah, move, and then Shane's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna I do mean, it anyway." That's something that maybe they were thinking they could play something with Kyrie and Io because of that. I don't think they're going that yeah, way now. Yeah. And I, they definitely know, could. They could. They could. I'm actually kind of glad that they're not because yeah. I like the the friendship thing. Um, Io Shirai versus Shayna Baszler should be the next takeover women. I'm gonna match. I'm gonna say I think Shayna. Versus Kyrie has been my favorite women's feud in NXT since Bailey Sasha. Sure, of course. Um, better than any Asuka feud, any Ember Mo- uh, Moon feud. And hey, like down the line, Shayna will be called up. Yeah, you could have Shayna Kyrie again down the line. She's ready. It's I think. Yeah, she I is think ready. they're holding her because they're trying to work out something with the other women, the horsewomen. I'm just saying, like you but, know, I'm not a, sh- a huge Shayna fan, but like mm-hmm. this makes you. She's oh, bad. She's, she's, she's a heel. One of the best villains there. Yeah, this ha- this is a um, segment that definitely uh, cements that because it's just so evil. Like, I highly recommend everyone go watch and tear up. Like, this made me sick. Yeah. This made me like I was screaming and crying at our TV. Like, I just I was like, oh no, not not Kyrie, <laughs> not EO. Uh, You're right though. This was a really really good episode. Sleeper of hit. Um, Season premiere, it felt like. Like a new, yep, fresh yep. page. Uh, we're writing off some characters. 
who are going to the big leagues. Yeah. Um, it was good. NXT's in good hands. Uh, let's go to some feedback. Yeah. Forum.postwrestling.com. We post it up every Wednesday when NXT is airing on the network. And Thursdays when we record the show, we read it on the show. Forum.postwrestling.com. Let's go to our first one here. Paul from New Jersey. He says, Murphy and Dream was as great as I thought. The NXT crowd are like 100 pairs of your parents waiting, wanting to see everyone prosper. With that being said, I hope the kid heckling Gargano gets sent to bed without dinner, you little shit. Yeah. That, that one little group of, like, this two, three people. Fuck you. He's got a question. Big Buddy Murphy fan. We see how good he is. What will be his experience on the main roster? <laughs> the Buddy Murphy experience. The Aussie experience. The Aussie experience. Uh, yeah, I'm very interested in seeing him on the main roster. I mean, he's been on the main roster. He's been on 205. I just think he needs to be just not a cruiserweight. And I think they're already going in that direction. Oh, yeah. So I think he'll be fine. I think Buddy well, Murphy we, will be we've fine. We've seen with... Ali as well. He's been in the title picture. Like, uh, yeah, it's cool. They're the only cruiserweights are on two hundred five. Yeah, like there there are people with cruiserweight styles. There are people under two hundred five pounds on the main roster, but they're all considered heavyweights. Buddy Murphy, he's a ledge. Uh, Charbel, the sushi master. <laughs> Shout out to the Nintendo Switch Super Mario Odyssey hat in the crowd. Cappy is lit. Yes, there were some, there were some fans in Mario costumes. <laughs> I really love Buddy Murphy. I wasn't watching NXT when he was there. I discovered him on 205, and this man is awesome. This guy is really good. He comes in one night in NXT and put one hell of a match with a Velveteen Dream. And seriously, how good is Velveta Dream becoming? He is improving every time I see him. And by the way... Buddy Bliss sold that code breaker like a pro. They need to change the name of that move to the Dream Breaker. Nice. Uh, my wife said that even if Ricochet is her favorite wrestler now, she told me that she likes the match of Dream better because they are always different. She is always intrigued how he will dress, how he will make an entrance, etc. Just for fun, Ricochet or Dream for you guys. Ooh, I can't pick on my boys like that. Uh, I I think they're just too different. Yeah. Two different characters. All around character-wise and full package, I'd say dream for me. Yeah, uh, sure. This match for me is my new Gargano, Almas, and Chill. This Whoa. was freaking amazing. My match of the year for now. Damn. Shit, I'm writing this and I'm like, what the fuck did I just watch? Why is everyone shitting on Angelo? I think him and his partner are better than 90% of the tag team on the main roster and they have a good chemistry. No, I said the other week. He's, Angelo's He's better. putting it together. Um, Evolve is Evolve has helped Angelo Dawkins. Yeah, Have you seen who's made their Evolve debut recently? Who's an Evolve superstar? Who? Oh, he's, oh, Kona Reeves. Yes, he's no now one. Evolve's finest. <laughs> uh, can I listen to a twenty-four hour non-stop Gargano and Adam Cole Bay Bay promos? Can I fall asleep on their back and forth? He, he he's enjoying their he promo work. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably alone on this one, but I prefer to watch Kyrie and Shayna wrestle than Becky and Charlotte. Go fight me. These two are amazing. I agree with you there. What a 10 out. Asuka is the tag team partner of Kyrie after this insane segment at the end. Why is the main roster such fucking moron? Okay, so I love Asuka. Mm. One of my favorite wrestlers, like ever. I love the, the character. I love her look. I love everything about her. She was great in NXT. She was fucked up on the main roster. So let me get this straight. Paige is a Brit. Yeah. She's not been wrestling. Yeah. She's she just can't wrestle. She comes she says, I'm making I'm coming back to bring a team. Paige brings Kyrie Zane and Asuka together as a team. Why? Because they're both Japanese. They need a mouthpiece. Paige needs something to do. Paige is good on the mic. Do you think it'll work? They they swapped sure. out Asuka and I uh, and EO essentially. Uh I can see EO joining them. 
Sky Pirates. Yeah. What do you call them if it's the three of them? Uh, the Sky Pirates of Tomorrow. Jesus. <laughs> Isn't she the Empress of Tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. but like, that's t- I just imagine Vince McMahon. Uh, the Japanese women. Yeah. No, I, I think... I, I don't mind it too much. I think Io will join them eventually. Uh, but she's got to have this feud with Shayna first. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, we go to Barack, a.k.a. BG, from the Roman city of St. Albans, UK. Albans. Albans. Where's that? In the UK. All right. <laughs> Velveteen Dream versus Buddy Murphy was a true delight to watch. Buddy's knee strikes are super impressive. But Velveteen... <laughs> channel the dream the spirit of Inago Montoya with that hat for his entrance and Buddy prepared to die who is next for dream Roddy for me um, uh, Montoya I don't oh, is, I think he's a UFC fighter I don't know uh, he says Roddy versus dream next which is clearly not the direction they're going in but I would like to see Roddy versus anyone or dream versus anyone he says I'm loving the street profits and can't wait to experience them versus war raiders next week I'm gonna miss Kyrie in NXT but all will be forgiven next Wrestlemania when she approaches the ring on a giant fucking pirate yeah. ship yeah that's why I gotta go yeah you literally <laughs> you gotta do that also who was chanting for no you don't to Johnny Gargano when they were chanting you deserve it Fuck those fans. Suck it. Johnny is champ. Big love and hugs to you both. Yeah, if you're uh, an NXT fan and you don't like Johnny Gargano, you're an idiot. Oh, just because they mentioned War Raiders, something I meant to say, uh, Liv Morgan has moved to SmackDown. Yes! I can see Sarah Logan being part of the Viking experience. She should, And I Ruby guess. Riot being singles. Sure. That's where and I... And Liv Morgan... Just... Uh, we have mystery Uh, Buddy Murphy versus Velveteen Dream was real good and I'm bummed we won't see more Murphy in NXT how much did Davy cry during the Kyrie Shayna segment and JNM security forcing EO to watch Shayna snap Kyrie's arm yeah it was it hurt my feelings it It made me cry it got me emotional uh, I did like EO pretty much screaming in Japanese that she's going to kill Jasmine, Marina, and Shayna, though. And I hope that happens. If Shayna goes over EO after this, NXT has made a massive mistake creatively. I, uh, I could be biased, but I love when any wrestler yells in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, Kairi, EO, and Asuka. But, yeah. Um, but it's yeah. Tr- like I said earlier, like... He goes, like, you know she's going, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah, and you don't know what she's saying, but you know what she's saying. What she's saying, but you know it. You get it. Yeah, you understand from the language, the body language. Also, he says that EO needs to go over Shayna, which, yeah, Yeah. do it. But if Shayna goes over EO, then she's just the evil monster heel, even more. Depends how, I think, as long as Shayna, they don't have plans on the main roster for Shayna, they should keep the title on her, I think. We go to Tranquilo with the hot new tag team on the block, the Viking Experience. I have changed the name of a few other teams. Wondering your thoughts. The Heavy Experience, the Street Experience, the Forgetful Experience, the Sky Pirate Experience. Actually, that last one sounds awesome. Uh, I think the next big story in NXT will be the implosion of Undisputed Era. Adam Cole going crazy when Roddy wins the title is my prediction, and Cole gets obsessed with him after he's kicked out by the rest of them. But Vince will call up Cole by SummerSlam, so long-term booking is even riskier. Uh, I don't think it's for the title, and if it is, there's no way Roddy's winning the title no. uh, from that. Not saying Roddy isn't deserving of the NXT title, I'm just saying I, I want to hope 
that they're just kind of playing with us, that they're not actually going to kick Roddy I, out. Yeah, I think it's just a mini feud. I I think they'll resolve it. Yeah, I hope so. Um, we have El Generico C from Chile. Greetings, D&B. After watching the Hangover Mania episodes of Raw and SmackDown and the Shake Up experience, <laughs> can proudly say moving forward, NXT is the only WWE show I will watch. They fucked up SmackDown with Roman for me. Uh, we have one kawaii girl left because the evil figure of Vincent, but I'm sure Io or Monica, like JP said, <laughs> I'm, I'm completely lost here, El Generico, will be the best champion in the galaxy. Oh. Jonathan Gargano and the dissension de of the Undisputed Era Spelling. looks like a short-term feud, and someone still needs to raise above, I think, Matthew Riddle is the next champ. Three anchors for this episode, sad face. Cheers and empanadas, and I need my garota, Tainara, and Zaya Lee is in the opening. I think El Generico C wrote this when he was having a few too many coronas. Well, I, English isn't his first language, but <laughs> I, I think I get what you're saying. Uh, evil. Evil. We know Evil, the wrestler, uh, listens to the show. Yeah. <laughs> and he writes... <laughs> feedback every Wednesday as you should uh, everything in this episode was enjoyable Dijak's gimmick feels done before but we'll see where it goes uh, that last segment was some evil heartbreaking shit the way they held they held EO and made her watch was great the heel levels reached over 9,000 where do you see Kyrie in a year I'm not too optimistic about it probably eating DDTs from Bliss uh, I see Kyrie on a fucking pirate ship that's where I yeah. see her uh, yeah that was some heartbreaking shit it was and NXT has a lot of hidden gems mm. over the past, especially the past year, I'd say. Yeah. NXT has been, like, the best. And there are a lot of hidden things, like the match Dream and Buddy Murphy. It yeah. probably won't be talked about in a few months, but, like, that was a banger. Oh, yeah. This segment is definitely one of them. Like it's The TV show is super enjoyable every week. Um, PJ River. There are two teams that should never be broken up. The New Day and Undisputed Era. I hope that's not where they are going. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, Patrick from Toronto. Really solid episode this week. Cannot complain about anything. Dream versus Murphy was great. I expected those two to kill it, and they did. Shayna versus Kyrie was a good way to write Kyrie off while building the new feud with EO. Uh, Babyface Gargano was cracking me up on the mic with his back and forth with Cole. Those two are fantastic. I'm curious to see what they do with Roddy. Looks like a breakdown of Undisputed Era is going to happen. Any chance you see Era turning on Cole and booting him from the group? Would that happen? Ooh, that's a tough one. Considering, considering, look at Brooklyn, where we were a week or two ago. No. <laughs> the merchandise shows that they would not split these guys up. I, I think it would be a massive mistake yeah, that to is not, split them up before main roster. No, like, it's just, it's a money machine, essentially. And I'm not saying that just because they are, because they're actually good. Mm -hmm. They're very entertaining. Uh, I would not break them. He says, have a great weekend and he says let's get lit someday yeah patrick is the guy i ran into at a chinese restaurant uh, a few weeks ago so, yeah patrick and i uh, need to get lit and uh, i believe there's one more here go for it so antler beast so where is all this go heading then the way i'm seeing it the viking experience have to lose their belts to someone which means street profits forgotten sons i can run bartell back to undisputed era with Lorcan now gone as well there doesn't seem to be many that could be credible champs, or putting them on Undisputed Era seems a little tired. And now Ricochet and Black on Raw, Champa out, Velveteen and as North American champ. Is it safe to assume the top of the card for the men will be Cole, Gargano, Riddle and Keith Lee? Is pushing Kushida too soon? 
going to be an interesting few months on NXT. Yeah, if this was a TV show, NXT, this season of NXT is going to be very interesting. I think it's... Uh, I, I think it's the tag division now that I'm... Like, that's going to be a little most weak. Most concerned about. Yeah, it's going to be a little weak. And I don't think it's um, wrestling ability. It's just characters over... Like, characters that seem like yeah. main event We've characters. been invested in su- such bigger characters, and then now they're just taken yeah. from us. So it's like, oh, well, that doesn't... Like, Whereas, you need War Raiders to help get another team over, and if they're, squ- they're quickly gone, then it's like, well, what the fuck? Also, next week, it's taped already. They're going to come out as the War Raiders. Yeah. That's fucking, like... Yeah, it's weird. It... It's just weird. Unless they dub over it, which they do. That's so stupid. Um, I, I, I think it's not too soon to push Kushida. They're not going to push him to the moon right away. There's, he's just debuting. Yeah. Um, and I think we are fine. Like, the main title picture, you're fine. You got Gargano, you're set for life. Like, yeah. you're good. You got Cole, you're good. The tag team division is the actually the one that has the issues, because Forgotten Sons and Street Profits, they're not moving the needle for me, in my opinion. Nope. They'll, they'll be great, and I'm sure they'll, they'll probably deliver over expectations and I hope they do but as of right now it's a, it's a cold yeah I, th- I think you could have Dijak and Dream I mean you great. could have Street Profits as transitional champions and then get them back onto Undisputed Era maybe sure yeah Era needs to, to fill the, fulfill the prophecy mm. that's why I don't think they are breaking up because the prophecy yeah the Undisputed Era the Undisputed Prophecy if you will um I just thought of it. Is Kyrie Zane going to come out on a pirate ship with Vikings at WrestleMania? <laughs> the pi- they're li- I wonder what non-wrestling fans think of like they're like you walk into a we're, we're just watching wrestling, right? And your girl comes over and she's like, "What are you watching?" And then you see a Japanese pirate princess in one segment. And then the next segment you see Vikings. I wonder what people think like what Well, that's where I find it funny when people go you know it's fake, right? It's like, no, I just thought fucking pirates and Vikings existed still, you idiot. It's like, no, but dragons and sword fighting and all that. That's real. That's the real shit. Um, I just find it interesting. I guess, like, yeah, is, are there Vikings in Game of Thrones? Kind of. It's kind of the same mm, thing. No? There's some sort of pirate people. Right. Kind of. I guess it's it's a hot commodity. I don't know. What goes on in the mind of Vince McMahon? I, don't know. I would love... An interview. It's an interview that's eluded John Pollock for years. <laughs> Vince McMahon and John Pollock need a one-on-one sit-down for just one hour, and I feel like we learned so much if we just got to pick. I just want like like you have with Conrad Thompson and Bruce Pritchard. Just the same with Vince. Just be like, what the fuck were you thinking here? <laughs> what the fuck was this? Hey, remember that What's when going you did on that? Hey, Vince, remember when you gave out money? Hey, Vince, remember when Hornswoggle was your son? Hey, Vince, you know you do that thing where you pride yourself on not sleeping. Maybe try sleeping, because this is dumb. Fuck. Anyways, yeah. that was Up Next. That was the Up Next experience. Yes. The Braden Davy experience. The Braden, uh, Derek, Gordon, and whatever. <laughs> Eric and Steve. Eric and Steve. <laughs> uh, postwrestling.com, uh, prowrestlingtees.com, slash Up Next. Buy a t-shirt. Um, help me eat for a day. Yes. It doesn't really help us eat, but just if you want to support the show. Send us a picture of you wearing the shirt. Um, you can follow us on our socials. Um, if you followed my social last night, at the Bray D, I witnessed a girl in a Spider-Man costume singing Evanescence last night. It was very interesting. 
So follow us on our social medias and you'll get to see interesting things like that. <laughs> at the Brady. At Davy Portman. And uh, we'll be here next week, Thursday, as always, for Up Next. And look out for our May the 4th reviews and look out for uh, any reviews we're doing in the near future. So goodbye. Be safe. Celeste. She's not on our show anymore. Can you still end the show by saying... Oh, of course. Ahoy! Without you, my friend And I'll tell you all about it When I see you again We've come a long way From where we began Oh, I'll tell you all about it You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.